This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live. Light snow outside. Paul Kenny's in studio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. As you just heard in the promo, this show is all about stuff, stuff you have and maybe want to get rid of for money, or maybe stuff you want, collectibles, gold, silver, antiques, furniture, vintage toys, comic books, anything you have that you're curious of the value of that might be lying around your house, you can call in right now for a totally free assessment on its dollar value. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you live far away... It's toll-free. You can call from anywhere. The number is one 866 In studio, we have one of the stars from Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny. Bogart is away this week. Yes, yes. He's uh, busy doing something else. I was going to say, this isn't, this isn't a heavy obligation. It's one hour, but he's busy. He's busy. He's a busy boy. He's a young kid. At least he got up. He's getting up <laughs> earlier now. Part of the reason we have this show at 1 o'clock in the afternoon is because Bogart sleeps in in the morning. <laughs> literally that's part of it he says i ain't doing it if i have to do it in the morning wow nice he's, he's had got, a nice little life for himself i like these rules he's almost worked a day in his life like i said when i got when we took the job at uh storage here um storage uh, wars canada storage yeah. wars canada i took a pay cut he definitely got a pay raise ah yeah, yeah. well it's a lot of time and man oh man you guys cranked out so many episodes in season one it was unbelievable like 30 some odd episodes wasn't uh, it? we did 36 in the uh, first year and we did you know, 36 in the second year and uh it just kept on it, it's still 24 episodes are being uh, i say it every week yeah. when are we going to get i know it's i think it's uh, early in the new year we start to air the the rest of the second season or something like that but yeah. like there's some cliffhangers in the beginning of season two that they just all they've left us hanging here talking about cliffhangers okay you last week we talked about going to austria I'm going back to Austria this week. This is the craziest story ever. And in next week's show, we're going to tell people whether this painting is either worth a thousand or five million. Oh. Now, and we won't tell. We won't know until next week. We're going out. We're flying out on the month tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we're going to Austria for a house. Well, no, the the the, the, the client in, in Austria is very happy. They were going to sell everything for maybe ten thousand dollars, ten thousand euros. And we're this going to is be, the whole house that was inherited, th- yeah. all sorts of antiques, tapestries, furniture that's very yeah. desirable. Yeah, it's probably it's well over two hundred thousand euros now with the with the gold and everything. And this painting would just put it right over the top. Wow! So it's like, and we're you know it's uh, some someone's got to go to Vienna. It's a tough job, and someone's got to <laughs> do it. But I think I can do it. Right. Also, so you've you already went one week, and then now you're going for the big follow up. 
Yeah. Next this, week. This time I get to drive on the Audubon. Bogart won't hog the car the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he said he cracked 240, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, exciting. And it has it on his, on his phone. But last week we also got um, someone called in, uh, Marjorie called in about a book, a Victorian book from uh, Queen Victoria. I love to hear about this. So this no, no. is actually people have called in with spectacular items. Oh. They actually followed up during the week. I love this. Yeah. No, she called. I actually went out to Paris and lovely lady. It was nice, a nice place out there. And I've got the book I'm going to try and get appraised for. I'm actually going to Germany. I'm going to the biggest art house, Dorotheum, in uh, Germany and, and Vienna. And so I should be able to get an exact price on this book and what it's worth. There's beautiful drawings all through it. But if the Martin, I want to bear, authenticate the Martin Luther autograph. If it's an authentic Martin Luther autograph, it's going to be a very, very nice People item. are listening. They go, Martin Luther. What do you mean, Martin Luther King? Martin Luther from the head of the Lutheran Church. This is probably in the 1500s. So it's it even something that stumped me. I just couldn't verify it at the, on the spot. I need an expert. That's the thing about our Bogart and I. We don't know it. We know someone who does know it. We well, can always get you the answer. An incredible network is what it takes. I yeah. mean, did this one, was it Margaret? Uh, Marjorie. M- Marjorie. She calls in from Paris, Ontario. Little yeah. does she know that this book, which might be worth a fortune, happens to be on its way to Europe anyway now. Small yes. world, man. Small world. No, we're gonna, we are going to find out what this is worth. Uh, we have a number of people waiting on the line. We should probably get to a few okay. of them. Again, our phone number, 416-360-0740. If you have any item you're curious about the value, maybe it's been a family heirloom you've had for five generations. Is mm-hmm. it real? Is it fake? Well, we have a guy in studio who can probably give you the clues to find out if it's worth something or maybe not so much. Maybe it's worth much more than you oh, yeah. think. I mean, come on. Uh, our first caller is going to be Shirley in Scarborough. Shirley, how are you? Yes. Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. You're live. What yes, do you got? I hear that. <laughs> I listen to your show all the time. It's very interesting. Yeah, I agree. I love this show. Thank you very much. You're welcome. How can I help you? Well, I have a lady's watch. It's white gold plated, and it's a boulevard, and it's uh, engraved in the front, and uh, it has an old, It's 1930 on the back, engraved, and it works well. And when you open the back, it has a see-through covering, and it's you can see the tiny little rubies and the works the little mm-hmm. wheels turning. And the stem is my grandmother's uh, birthstone. That's, it sounds like a nice. If it's any value. No, unfortunately, we. Um... Because we're in the gold and silver business, and ladies' watches do not sell that well. And we would be, but because yours is gold-plated instead of gold, I would keep it like it is. Ladies' watches like that sell between $50 and $150. And just, but they don't sell that fast. Mostly, if it was gold, we would end up just, it would be, we would melt it for its gold value, and uh, the parts and the works we would sell off. I'm sorry to tell you that, but even a men's boulevards right now, we melt if they're gold because most people are using their um, uh, their, tel- their phones, their cell phones as their watches. Yeah. And if it's a really big watch, like actually right now, it's funny you mention that. Someone just called me. They want a Hublot um, Big Bang watch. Oh. What do and those just, go for? I think they go for about 20000 Yikes. Any, 
But some people want the really big new watches with the big face on them. Yeah, of course. And I said, okay, I can help you with it. Now, people will bring that into my – now, if someone brings that into me, I can pay extra money to the client who brings it in because I have a client who wants to buy it, and it will be in my store for one day, which is the good thing. That's a lot of people bring in their gold, their silver, their watches. And this is part – I should mention our store because at 10,341 Young Street – People bring in the gold, and we, we surprise them. And I like, like since the beginning, I've said we always have to get two opinions. If you're going to bring in some gold and you've priced it out somewhere else, like we this week, we had a person who had priced their gold at $1,420, mm. and we gave them 1660 for the exact same gold. All they did was walk across the parking lot. So for $160, $180. It's a nice little stroll. Is it worth driving to Richmond Hill and seeing us or not? Absolutely. We, we have a guy who, who's worked in the gem, in a jewelry business for 15 years. And if, it's, if you have a piece of gold that has a diamond in it, what we always recommend, if it's a bigger diamond, we'll get it appraised for you so you know what it is and we know what it is and we can give you a fair price. Yeah. See, if Bogart were here, he'd say, forget the middleman, just come to us. We're trustworthy. That's why we need, like, a nickname, like Honest Paul. And then you don't have to worry about anything. People will trust you, right? We need something like that to make you saintly. Yeah, but in the meantime, get two quotes if you want. Always get two quotes. And, like, say, it comes from me for buying or selling. And if the other person's willing to pay more, sell it to them. But you're going to find that we pay a a very fair price, and we'll tell you what it is. We, we will talk about you have a okay. what looks to be a very expensive jersey sitting on the desk. Every week you bring something interesting. Now, I'm told we want to go to line number four. It's Jim in Scarborough because he's got something, some Maple Leafs memorabilia oh, okay. that will probably get you going. Yeah. Jim, how are you? How are you doing? Not Good, bad. Jim. What do you got, man? Well, what I got here is some uh, programs. Uh, first one, uh, final game at Maple Leaf Gardens, February 13th, 1999. Uh, sells at forty dollars. Forty dollars. Okay. What about first game? <laughs> what about first game at uh, Air Canada Center? And now that sells for about fifteen dollars. And we have what happened was I have cases of those. Yeah. They sell for about fifteen dollars. Now, if you had the first game from Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I wasn't even around then. <laughs> well, no, but you could still your father yeah. or grandfather could have that yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. They sell between thir- uh, three thousand to thirty-five hundred. And if they're signed, even more. Yeah. Okay, and I've also got a uh, the commemorative album and auction catalog for Maple Leaf Gardens. Okay, I have a friend, a friend of mine called the Pie Man, who was actually at that auction. He actually bought the, one of the nets. Yeah. From that auction, it is. He moved into his garage, and it's never moved out. I don't know if I can tell you that, but <laughs> but because it, it's just big and heavy. But yeah. no, uh, that was a very good auction. Some of the prices that were realized at that auction, though, will never be realized again. Uh, there was a lot of people. Uh, there was a fervor stuff. at the time. There was a yeah. fervor at the time, and and some items that sold at that store at that auction were for three hundred dollars for a sign. You can pick up today for a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars. Um, but the catalog, the, the catalog was handled by Waddingtons. Uh, they're the ones that did the auction, and I think price sells for about fifteen, twenty dollars. My father-in-law has a seat from Maple Leaf Gardens. It's like all mounted. What color? It's blue, I think. Okay, blues go for about. Seven fifty, eight hundred dollars. Oh, is that right? Okay, if they're yeah. mounted nice, and it, 
And you got the golds. Golds are the hardest to get. Okay. Uh, and they are. I think it has a plaque or something on the plaque, back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them as high. A lot of people, because a lot of people buy them. I've seen them as high as twelve, fifteen hundred dollars. Because what people do is they'll someone's retiring. Yeah. They give them these seats. Gotcha. Everyone thinks you want, or uh, and then they end up with back with me, and then we sell them to someone who's going to give it to someone who's retiring again. Right. It's a beautiful piece of memorabilia, the seat, yes. but I think he, he convinced his wife to keep it in the foyer for a short period, you know, put your shoes on, but then you lose the battle of it doesn't look good in the middle of the front yeah. room. So I think at last check, it's somewhere in a corner of the basement, but it's good to know it's worth a lot of money or it's a fair bit money. of money. Oh no, it's I don't know what he paid for it. We'll find out $4,000 and then I'll give him the update. He won't like it. If you're listening, yeah. sorry for that assessment. Uh, our next caller is going to be Gene in Toronto. Gene, you're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We're live in Liberty Village. How are you? Very well. How what do you got, Gene? Okay. Hello? Hi. Hi, I'm Gene Gilmore. Great to have you. What do you got? A gold, a gold sovereign. Gold sovereign? What yeah. year is it? 1881. Whoa. 1881. Back then, most of those now... In, underneath the dragon, you know, I know you're going, to need a, you're going to need a little loop to see this. There's going to be an initial, depending on where it was made. Oh. If it was made in, like, Perth, if it was Australia, it might have a P in it. An SA would be South Africa. But most of these will sell, There's, if it's a sovereign, it's 2.34, 2.345 ounces of, of, solid, gold. of yeah. solid gold. Of, of gold in it. And Ooh. I'm going to tell you right now, the price of 14, uh, 1630. Gene, that's a nice vacation. It's worth three, in actual gold, it's worth $383.70. Oh, that's all What right. are you saying? I thought you said it was two ounces. No, 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 no. Oh, Point, sorry. 0.235 ounces. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not a vacation. Okay. No, not. Well, it depends. You can go vacation to downtown Toronto. Local. But, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Go see a show downtown. At dealer, we would buy these. We buy these at 0.95. We buy these at about 360 to 365. And oh. or if they're in our store, we sell them for about 5% over. Okay, I'll remember if I decide to sell it and come to you. That's no a pretty problem. strong price, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you end up with this coin? I got it from Britain. My mother brought it over. Oh, yeah. very nice. Okay. All right, well, there you go. Nice, firm answer. When it's something as simple as pure gold, we can give you a hard number for this moment. And when yeah. do the markets reopen for gold and silver? 6 p.m. tonight, right? 6 p.m. Yeah. tonight. Uh, Gene, thank you so much for your phone call. We're going to go to Susan in Toronto. Susan, you're live on Zuma Radio. This is Consignment Hi Heroes. There. Hi. Uh, I have uh, two things. I have a Limoges plate that is uh, all bronzed, and it has uh, five sort of salmon pink, very large salmon pink flowers painted on it. And the marking on the back is B&C Limoges France. Mm. What is? Can you explain this to? I don't know what that is exactly. Limoges is a place in France. And about, there was seven main factories. What is this? A plate? Is it a statue? Yeah. What is it? Oh, it's so a, plate. It's a okay. plate. Okay. And Limoges did make a lot. A lot of the China that came over here in uh, 1890s, 1920 was from Limoges. Different factories. Uh, the elite factory is one of the best factories. It's almost like uh, a higher grade factory. But this B and C, uh, this would probably be worth about twenty dollars if it's in good shape. That's all. Is that right? Yeah, unless you had a whole set of it or... No, no, it's like a charger plate. It's uh, a very... It's like a platter yeah. plate. Just enjoy it. Uh, I do. It's beautiful. Yeah, and it's the only problem is you have to worry about putting into the... Uh, 
dishwasher because the I gold would come off. Yeah. No, I never would. Is that right? Well, no, because the heat is that why, or just because of the spray? No, the gold is over the is over the glaze. Oh. Sometimes the gold is under the glaze, but that'll happen. And just a lot of dishes have the market on dishes has come down. Yeah. And it's because people are buying I big box um, stuff and. Uh, they're not buying the the patterns like they used to, and and the, and the daughters don't want it because they say, "I can't put this in the dishwasher. I don't want your old china because." Well, we got to store it. Yeah, I got to store know. it, and replacing it is is a big business. Two ten-inch uh, Burke Sterling uh, candlesticks. Now, are they solid or are they filled? I would say they're filled. They don't feel solid. How to, the ten-inch? Yes. Generally, on the Burks, it's a thicker. Um, Silver, they go for about two hundred dollars, two twenty. They're more than the silver value in them. If they were solid, they'd be much more. Of course, uh, of course. Is this two hundred dollars per? I have Each. is uh, yeah. the full set of Minton Jubilee d- dishes, oh. but yeah. Oh. I, mean, I just oh. heard what you said about dishes, so I'm not sure that it has very much of a value. No, Minton Jubilee is actually a good pattern. Uh, but it's it's heavy gold. No, don't. I'm, I don't want to lead people the wrong way. The dishes still sell, and the good stuff still sells. It just doesn't sell for much as it used to. Right. Uh, what a friend of mine was um, uh, Royal Crown Derby set, which used to sell for five thousand dollars. A friend of mine picked it up this weekend for a thousand dollars. Twelve place settings. The Jubilee, which would have cost you probably two three hundred dollars a place setting when you bought it in the in the eighties or nineties. Right. Um, and now it'll sell for about 100 to 125 a place setting. I see. And, but it's what we call the never-never plan. Now, that's what we're going to be, um, uh, we, we buy from Toronto and sell to the world. Something yeah. like this would be something we would take on consignment, and we would put it out that way on our eBay site. I see. And that's how we can help you with that, unless okay. uh, it's, it's the best solution on something like this. Well, she's got a lot of exciting items. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Yes, I do. Thank you very much for your help. It's a great program. Now, now Susan, if you're wondering where you can go to get a, a direct assessment in person, the store is located. This is Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins. It's located at 10,341 Young Street. That's just north of Young Street and Major Mac in Richmond Hill. Uh, if you want to call in right now for a free assessment of your stuff, our phone number is 416 416- Three six zero zero seven forty. That's four one six three six zero zero seven forty. If you're out of town, it's toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. Couple quick follow follow ups. Last week, I learned I'd never known about these uh, super ornate detailed bowls. We talked to a lovely woman last week. You got in touch with her. Yes, she sent me the picture on uh, the Fairyland Luster. I'm trying to get, get its value on it. Um, they're Thousands of dollars it's for a very beautiful decorative bowl is what yes. it is. Yes, but it all depends on how fast it sells. Mm. You know, when you get to a higher end like that, when you get there's a lot of people willing to buy bowls for ten dollars. There's <laughs> yeah. not so many people a much buy broader for market. five thousand. Yeah. Well, even when I hear you, oh yeah, the market's collapsed. It's just one hundred and twenty-five dollars a place setting. I go, I don't even think I've spent one hundred and twenty-five dollars on plates and silverware in my whole life on all of it, let alone one setting. Generally, if you buy quality, quality always stays, maintains its price. Right. At least you you can get some of your money back. If you buy, like I say, if you gave me a set of Corel, which you bought for $120, sells at an auction for $3. Thank you for coming. Make sure you take it. (laughs) You know, it's like that kind of thing. 
We should also point out part of the excitement of this show is not just necessarily your stuff because there's a whole world of storage lockers and finding rare items and sort of the treasure hunt of a modern type of person. There's a 10% finder's fee if they can put you in touch with something really spectacular. If someone goes, hey, listen, I was driving through on my way to Collingwood and I found an old clear gasoline pump from the 1920s, that lead could be worth money to them. Yes. So if they know something rare, maybe it's an old Texaco sign or who knows what it is, call you guys and you got, if, if a deal goes through, it can be arranged. Yes, for sure. And Well, the other thing is people always, always have friends who are thinking about downsizing or they're going to move or they're moving to the country or they're right. leaving Toronto and they have to downsize. They're moving to a condo. We can help them from beginning to end on that, from selling their house, even downsizing, getting rid of everything they don't want. And those type of things is what we specialize in, as well as gold and silver. And memorabilia. People love memorabilia. And right now everyone's thinking hockey, obviously. We've got Alan in Vaughn, and apparently he he has a uh, spectacular hockey stick. Is that right? Yes. Alan, how are you? What do you got? I have a Team Canada hockey stick autographed by the entire team. What year? What year? 76. That'll do it. Okay. That'll do it. Everyone's on? Yeah, but I think everyone's still alive from that team. I think everyone's still alive from that team. So the value goes up if we lose a few players? Is that what happens? In Team 72, um, I think there's three or four of the players who are gone. Goldsworthy, Berenson, there's a number of players who are gone if you had a complete stick. So you're saying that even now you could grab a stick and theoretically get every one of those players to sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, How'd you get it? I got it at an auction at the uh, Consmice. Okay. What'd you pay for it? I wish I could remember. I think it was around 100 bucks or something. Well, that you sounds well. like a good deal. Yeah, you I'd say well. you did very well. Um, yeah. Signed by the entire team, and 76 is, it doesn't have the same cachet as 72. It's mm. still good, though, because we actually won, I think. Mm. And it's like a stick like that would probably get about four to $500 if, mm. on, on it. What are some big names on the stick that we'd recognize now? Names Orr, that still test Bobby the... Orr. Yeah, Bobby Orr, right. But you can uh, still get his autograph today if you want. Yeah, he personalizes everything. Sorry. Right. Yeah, on Team Canada 76. Uh, Hall, but, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But big names. There's a yeah. number of people on something like that. Like, we're always after stuff like that because how you got it, we're no, we're going to check it out. It's going to end up being right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people get stuff from other sites and it's not as good. Like right now, I've got a Team Canada jersey here. Yeah, this is beautiful. This, yeah, this is from uh, Nagano. But this was from the trainer... If this had been from a player, it's worth two thousand. As it is right now, it's a not, it's a game ready sweater. It's only worth two hundred. Mm-hmm. With the it's tags, still beautiful. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're having a stick like that. That's that's a nice wall hanger for the store, though. It's a good conversation piece. Mm-hmm. I know, but they're hard to ship. <laughs> well, he's, are he's hard. in Vaughn. He's right up the street from no, you. No, no, he can bring it to me. But our whole our whole way of doing business, we buy from Toronto, or people can sign to us from Toronto, and we sell to the world. That way we get people the best price. Gotcha. But a hockey stick is hard to ship. <laughs> I bet if this was in your store tomorrow, it's sold for a lot of money by the end of the week. I think I could sell it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Alan. Thank you. And if you want, head to the store. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street. If you want to call off air and talk to Paul, the number is 905 737 Four six five three. That's nine zero five seven three seven. Gold is it not? Yep, gold. Yeah, gold is four six five three. Our next caller is going to be 
Joan in Halton Hills. Joan, how are you? Yes, I have a, a, a cup and saucer set. That w the one is a ladies and the other is a matching men's with the must it's a mustache cup. Oh, yeah. And I was just wondering if it was worth anything. It a ladies has, mustache cup? Pardon? No, the ladies men's mustache is the mustache. Cup? No, I got the set. <laughs> the ladies cup and the men's uh, cup and okay. saucer, too. How do they indicate the ladies one? Just mustache what? or no mustache? or is it? No, it's not. It's no, no mustache. Okay. On it. okay. I got the set. The set is to the two different. They're made for the to eat and company. Okay. I'll, I'll read on. Do you want me to read it? A present from Toronto, the Foley, China, England. Um, okay. It was uh, made in England for the to eat and limited Toronto. There we used to be a lot of people used to collect eating stuff. Uh, well, less now, I guess. But on this, uh, the mustache cups. We used to go to your barber. Or uh, you'd have your um, shaving mugs there. Yeah. That's one thing. And people had matching their shaving mug, and they had the mustache cup at home, so your mustache would not get wet when you had your tea. Yeah. Oh, okay. For your brush, for you to make your foam and do your That'd be nice as well, something like I, that. Well, that's not a matching one. It's just one I have on my chest. What do these go for? Pardon? Oh, sorry. Oh. I'm just asking Paul what are these oh, bills the shaving for. Shaving mugs, shaving mugs are going anywhere between ten and a hundred dollars because people do collect them. They used to have your name on it, and you'd actually leave it at the barber the whole time you were away. You'd, or yeah. oh, really? Yeah, and you'd have your your shaving mug, yeah. and because people would do that, or you could have it at home as well. But I'm yeah. just saying, people would. It wouldn't be unusual. They have a little stand there with forty five mugs there. Yeah, people had their own uh, uh, shaving mugs. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. No, that, well, the Victorian times were different. That would be worth anything. Which but, is that? My lady's cup and saucer does yeah, not Yeah, probably, without, depending on the design, not, but Foley's not a great manufacturer. It's probably, an, it might, I don't know if it's an earthenware or, a stone, or a bone china. Yeah. Probably a matching set like that, just be interest, would be probably $30, 40 oh, Because well, not it's that. not a lot of money. No, no. But I've never even other, heard of a mustache cup till right now. But there might be other things you see around the house. We're always stuff out of the Victorian times. We're always interested in older items. We like to recycle the things that some people don't have a use for anymore, and someone and we can find good homes for them. That's the best way to put it. Yes, they'll live a new life. Yep, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for your phone call. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live. And if you'd like a free assessment of some of your stuff you think might be valuable or collectible, you can call in right now, 416-360-0740. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD.
Welcome back. We're live in Liberty Village. It's Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We've got one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada live in studio with us. It's Paul Kenny. Of course, he has a store at 10,341 Young Street. That's on Young, just north of Major Mac. Our next caller is going to be Bruce from Scarborough. Bruce, how are you? Not bad. How are you? Pretty good. What do you got, man? Okay. First of all, I got I got something really good, but I got also have these uh, two old-fashioned photo enlargers, uh, uh, photocopiers, a big, big machine kind of thing. What do you mean, like Xerox era, or you mean like way back in the day? Well, no, I'm talking about uh, when I say... Uh, Closer to Gutenberg than Xerox, I guess. Well, no, take a photograph. Oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You take a photograph and you can enlarge it, or it was when people did things manually, I guess. Yeah, that's... That's a lost art, and not so many with the digital era. There are some photographers out there, but they already have all their equipment. There's no new photographers entering that area. Okay, I just want to know. Yeah, yeah what, what is best bet? be go to the fashion district, maybe, and see if they need it for yeah. a wall display or something? That'd be your best idea. And something like it might idea. sell online. Some things like they like, say, there's a case of where it might be a market in Toronto, but we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world, and we can sell it somewhere in the world. They might want that. Okay, I've got two paintings of the something you sell to the world. Okay. The two paintings, uh, era way, I mean, like, we're talking uh, 17, 1800s, I don't know. Okay. They, they couldn't put a date on them. I have a letter from Sotheby's. I took them there in, back in 91 to have them appraised. 1991, okay. I took, that's why I took them to have them appraised. You don't do anything really fast then, do you, sir? No. no I've, <laughs> I live a busy life. Okay. I've retired, so now I'm looking to do So the last time you figured anything about these paintings was 1991, and Sotheby's told you what about them? That they were worth about 8,000 plus, 8,000 pounds plus. 8,000 pounds for okay. the pair or each? For the pair. Huh. Now, if they give you value, is that an auction estimate or an insurance estimate? Okay. For the pairs, is offered at auction, it says. Okay. Now then... In 1991, depending on who they are, you can send me off pictures and signatures, and tomorrow, and I'm gone this week, but my our store is still open. Okay, I'm here until one o'clock tomorrow, uh, four o'clock tomorrow, um, but it might be able to take care of this after we get back from Vienna. Um, I'd be definitely interested in taking a look at these. I can come up with the um, the present value of what they're worth now, and. We can arrange for shipping them anywhere in the world if that's the case, or they might be able to. You might be able to sell these from your own backyard, which that means I Richmond would love Hill. to do. You see, because that was why I hesitated back then. I didn't want to spend money I didn't have to have these shipped overseas, and who knows what. Bruce, Bruce, dazzle us a little bit. What's the content of these paintings? Just it's they're two portraits, portraits of, okay. uh, of uh, what do I say, aristocrats, maybe royalty. I don't know who they are. They've been in the family for that long. I would be interested in seeing them for sure. If they gave them a value of that, they're no slouches. I can find out if we can sell them here and uh, make all of us happy. I make a little bit of money. You make a lot of money, and they find a good home. How's that work for you? Well, that would be great, but uh, that's the thing is, uh, you know, I don't want to sound greedy, but it's something the family's hung on to for all these years. I want to do the best I can. I've got to quite a few grandkids I want to look after, you know. Okay. No, no, that's the idea. Like, that's what we do. I, I, what I said earlier on the show about comparable shopping, or if you're going to sell something, you only get to sell it once. Right. You want to get the most money you can for exactly. it. Exactly. Please allow us to help you 
get the most money you can for it. Okay, that's what we that's what we do. Um, and if I'd like to see that, you might have some other items as oh, well. I I've got lots of items. <laughs> well, then I should see you when we get back. I can't see you uh, uh, next week because we're gone. We're doing this other. It's a large estate. But as soon as I get back, uh, I'll be able to see you. And like I should also mention, we're doing a house. Uh, a house sale. We also do complete houses. What do you mean? Where I get to come and I get to walk the house and you make a bid? The, yeah. I uh, love that. That's so exciting. What are you guys doing that? We're doing that in, um, on, on December 10th. It's going to be in Etobicoke. We'll be pushing it. There's all sorts of Christmas stuff, paintings. Not, yeah, as, good yeah. as, this, not as good as this gentleman's, but there's Christmas items, gift items, uh, glass, china. Everything is clean as a whistle. I love this. Sometimes I'll drive around in the city in the summer, like early on a Saturday and Sunday, and I'll see like a hundred people out in the front yard. I go, what is going on here? I'll pull up and I'll say they're about to do an auction here. Everything's got to go today Everything's or whatever. Go today. And it's silent auction or you can bid on the spot or whatever oh, no, it is. No, no, Everything go. They walk through and they'll either like the price and they'll say, or they might even make an offer. If the offer is reasonable, we take it. We want the stuff gone. That's what we do on this type of thing. So on December 10th, we got one to promote. What, do we have an December address t- No, I guess we'll no, wait until no, we're closer. No, no, because I yeah. don't want, no, no, I don't want to do it now because people will show up early. And we <laughs> Can gotta I have a set tour? Up, no, no, we have to set the sale up and people come in and, no, it, it'll end up, everyone has to line up at 11 o'clock and they, they, they get to come through and they get to buy whatever they want. If you have cash, you can buy it. That's We fun. are not there to keep the stuff. I am not a museum. I try and sell the stuff for as much as I can as much as reasonable. But there's always that cross where you'd rather have the item than the money, and sometimes you want to have more money, the money than the item. Yes. And that's where we have to always come to that area. Yeah, or a case like Bruce, he's going, okay, we've got these two paintings. Maybe I'll turn them into a different type of collectible and hand that down rather than these paintings. I he doesn't even know Bruce. who the portraits are of, right? So I don't know how meaningful it is in terms of sentimental value other than it was in the family. Who knows? Anyway, Bruce, thanks for your phone call. And, uh, Bruce, we should also give you the off-air number so you can get in touch with Mr. Paul Kenny. It's 905-737-4653. That's 905-737-4653. And, Sebastian, if we still have him on hold, maybe gather his information so you can contact him as well. Our next caller is going to be Ron in Scarborough. Ron, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zoomer Radio. Hey, Ron? Ron? Yes. Hey, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Pretty good, thank you. What do you got? What I've got, pardon me, is a print from the Canadiana Collection, Royal Ontario Museum, 1973. And it's a picture of a view of King Street, Toronto, attributed to Thomas Young, died 1860. was wondering if it was of any interest. Personally, I'll buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Any I... Toronto stuff. Yeah, any Toronto stuff. I want, yeah. Uh-huh. No, Toronto has a... A good, a lot of interest in Toronto stuff here. Oh, street signs. We just had a call last week. The guy with the city hall of city hall being uh, built, and it was sitting inside the city hall atrium. Yeah. Did that guy get in touch with you? He got in touch with me. We're going fantastic. To be, unfortunately, it wouldn't fit in his car, and so we're going to have to go out and pick it up. But I don't mind that. We actually, you know, we go to people's houses because a lot of times the items they want to sell is bigger than their cars. And right. we, we don't feel bad about doing it. We actually, it's it's always entertaining to do it. Yeah. And in this, anything to do with Toronto history, uh, we're always interested in, like, you might have an old street sign from Queen Street. I would know people who would pay big money from those old street Thousands. signs. Thousands. Yeah, I told you, I live on Queen Street. I was just telling you last week that they did a big sign sale of 
not the previous generation of the signs, but the ones that were more ornate. It's like almost white, looks like porcelain with like black molding around it. Yeah. Nice, it sold for $3,000 and it happened to be my address block and we couldn't get it. I have a surprise for you coming up. But Oh, is that right? Yes. Is it going to cost me a lot of money? It's going to cost you a lot of you money. Are you the guy on the other end of the phone that's outbidding me? Is that what's happening? No, no. But anything, to, sir, anything to do with uh, Toronto history, we can always find a home for it. Okay? I just have to see it. Uh, you can send off a picture onto our website, or if I have to see it in live, I can see it when we, when we come back. Now, I also say our stores, even though we're gone this week, our stores open all week. Yes. People can go there and get professional service. Or they, my staff of Michael and Walter and Silent Dylan will always help you do stuff. Ooh. Okay, Ron, thank you so much for your phone call. We are going to go to Tony in Mississauga. Tony, welcome to the show. How are you? Tony on line four. Hey, Tony, are you there? Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What do you got, man? I've got a Montreal Canadian sweater signed by the 500 goal scorers. Oh, that'd be nice. Richard, Beliveau, and Lafleur. Whoa. Framed and everything. It's pristine. Okay, Richard, Beliveau, and who else? And who else? Guy Lafleur. Oh, Lafleur. I'm not, I've never been a fan. He was a latecomer for me. Um, this is going to be a big ticket item. No, you know something. When did you get it? This was probably signed in the eighties. Wow. How this old is the given, sweater? This was given to uh, to Johnny Bauer by the guys in of the Montreal Canadiens. Now, th- see, that's, you should have said that for Okay. Can you can we show that? Do we have the providence of that? Oh, I can get the providence. No problem. I know Johnny very well. No, no. Jo- there's a net. Johnny was a nice guy. He is a nice guy. Sorry, just a genuine, beautiful human being, Johnny Bauer, yes, if you meet him in person. The finest. Yeah, we used to have him for shows, and he would just say, here, give me some money for the church, and I'm happy. And just a nice guy. It made everyone who came up to him feel nice. Yep. Uh, something like that. If it was just Richard, Belvo, and LaFleur on a signed jersey, you're probably talking six, $700, okay? But because this was given by the team to Johnny Bauer, oh, you know, I'd have to think about this, but I, I feel comfortable. Easy, I would easily buy it for 1000 without even thinking, and I think it might be worth a lot more than that. You know, just, just because just of... Get some, kind of, some kind of an idea. It's really not for sale. Oh, rats. <laughs> okay. I don't... I don't need the money. Yeah. No, Wait, Tony, no. is this a negotiating tactic, or are you? He's like, ah, okay, it's not for sale at a thousand. No, I wondered what it was worth because I traded a friend of mine some stuff for it. Okay, I would say I would easily pay a thousand. I know I could get more for that because the Richard is no longer with us. Bellavo signed a lot; it was an easy signature, um, and Lafleur does shows now. It'll cost you three hundred dollars just to get his autograph on it. Um, I would say probably an item like that with the prominence would probably sell for $2,000 Whoa! easily. And just because of the history of giving it to Johnny, and I think something like that. I don't, th- I don't know what you traded for it, sir, but uh, I think you got a nice item that uh, anyone would be proud to put on their wall. Yeah, there's one where I feel like if the market was big enough, if enough people knew about it, it could go through the roof. Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people would want to have a crack at that. Well, if you had a Johnny Bauer jersey, say from 1959, it'd probably be worth twenty thousand. Who? Maybe tw- at, at probably twenty thousand plus for a jersey that he actually wore. Wow! And any when any of the Leafs, they just they're hard to get. The sticks are easy to get. A 1959 signed stick by the whole team is probably worth three hundred dollars, 
$400. They didn't win anything. Mm. But an actual jersey, um, we're, and I'm always looking, um, any of those old wools, even from the 70s, they're worth $1,000, $1,500. Wendell Clark went for 2500 recently. That's like modern era stuff. That's modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you get any of that older stuff, any of the equipment, any of the gameplay, any game used equipment, we're always looking for. And I guarantee we'll surprise you with the price and you'll be smiling after talking to us. The name of the store is Gold, Silver, and Coins. We've got a coin question on line three. It's Anne in Halton Hills. Anne, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Hi Anne. How are you? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. You have an interesting coin. Yeah. Uh, now, a friend asked me about it. It's a Queen Victoria double-headed coin from 1832. You know anything about those? <laughs> I don't know no. that one, no. Uh, 32 or 30? 1832. Is it coin? What is the coin? What's the denomination of the coin? Oh, now he didn't tell me that. Maybe 37? Because she was became queen in 37, not oh. 32. Oh, maybe it is thirty-seven. Maybe he thought it was thirty-two. Yeah, and I'd have, it might have been something doing to do with the coronation because that whenever they cor- they crowned a queen or a king, there was a lot of different medals given out, and I'd have to see it. Oh, uh, okay. being the double-headed, right. but and this is I'm, her head on either side of yeah, the coin. Yeah, I'm willing okay. to bet that this is uh, thirty-seven, right? Uh, because she was a she was a monarch from thirty-seven to nineteen oh one, and um, yeah. I'd have to see it, but it's probably going to be metal, and they made a lot of them. Like a city of Manchester would put out a coronation coin. City of Liverpool would. It was a big event when a new king or queen happened. Oh, right. Um, They would always do something like that. I'd have to see it. You can send off a picture to our store, and someone's in the store all week um, at uh, 10,341 Young. Um, And my brother, uh, Shane, who works with me, and hopefully he's working this week, uh, we'll take a look at it for you. And thank you for the phone call. We're going to go off to line five. Is Alex in Toronto? And he's got... I just uh, was out in my shop and got the tail end of your uh, your show, and I thought, I'm working on a project right now. I have a Schneider Enfield sporting model rifle, caliber uh, 577. It was made by uh, D&J Frazier in... Uh, Lee Street, Edinburgh, Scotland. Cool. And it was sold here in Toronto, I believe, by a fellow by the name of Robert McVitie, who was the British Empire uh, shooting champion for years in the late 1800s. I think he came to Canada for about six or seven years before (laughs) going back to England before the First World War. And um, it's stamped with his uh, his name on it, R. McVitie. Huh. Wow. The one thing we can't um, sell is guns, if they're operational. I'm sorry. Um, and I, and I, because I can't sell them, I've never devoted a lot of time to them. Yeah, yeah. There's some loopholes in the States. If they were yeah. built before, what, in the 1900s, something like that, they can still trade without a yeah. lot of licensing. But this country's obviously much different. <laughs> yeah, you need a special license for dealing with any kind of guns. Even the antique guns, you can get away with it. But it's a specialized field. And unless something has a political significance or some provenance like that, I'm not uh, – as just selling guns, it's not me. Well, if it was a decommit uh, – yeah. if it's in working order, it's probably worth more. But then you're not the guy to necessarily have it go through. But if yeah. it's decommissioned, mounted, and now it's sort of a memorabilia piece, that's I different. I could find someone for you, sir, but it's not something we sell. I, I 
just I uh, wanted to know what it was worth rather than yeah. than selling it. Probably oh. a lot. Probably yeah. a lot to the right buyer. I bet you it's worth a lot. Send me off a picture during the week. I can get you an exact number on because most guns have a very exact, if they're working condition or in a certain condition, there's an exact price on them. It's a very narrow range because a lot of, in Enfield, they made a lot of them. Okay. Alex, thanks for your phone call. Paul, we're being cruel to Bernice. She's been on the line more than 20 minutes. Bernice, oh, Bernice. Bernice in Mississauga. Sorry to leave you on hold so long. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Welcome to the show. What do you have? Today I have a teapot, a sugar bowl, and a cream pitcher from Prussia that has the RS with a circle around it and a star at the top of that circle. Perfect. These are nice. What What is the, the scene on them? On two of them, it's roses. And then it has mother of pearl, like ovals in areas around, spread out around the teapot and the sugar bowl and the cream pitcher. But the cream pitcher has a different type of flower on it. But it does have the same shape, and it has the mother of pearl. It's not matching, though. The, the cream pitcher does not match the teapot and the sugar bowl. Yeah, let's see. As I said, it's like getting half a pair of uh, lamps. They don't sell right. as good as a full pair. And when you don't have the full set, uh, R.S. Prussia is mainly known for their castle scenes, their um, scenes of cities, their uh, intricate scenes. Their flowers still sell, but not as good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just uh, uh, teapots are the best part to have. But um, on a good day, on a bad day, how much money are we talking? Ah, uh, used to be really teapots. Cup and saucer about thirty forty dollars. Teapots they used to sell for three four hundred. Now we're down to hundred hundred fifty. Oh really? I yeah. guess it, deba- it depends on who is interested. Yeah, it depends on who's interested and the scene. This is why I'm asking how well it's done. The ones well, it's with well the, done. the I mean the the graphics on it are great. They look like new. But it's and flowers. So it's mother of pearl. But like I say, the cream pitcher does not match in pattern. Just yes. matches in shape. So you're actually selling two things, two different things. Your your best stuff has always been your um, the castle scenes and uh, people, and because they were all well painted. Your flowers were almost like tourist wear, and that they're not going to do as well. You know. Um, okay. Some sorry, good news and bad news. That. Yeah. It's worth something. Like maybe well, no, together actually, a couple. Actually, here's a tea set. If you have a full, give me an idea. A full tea set can sell for teapot, cream, sugar. Four cups and saucer can be a couple thousand dollars. Woo! If it's all matching. But if you had, indi- it's a case of where the sum of the parts is going to be higher than each individual part. Right. Now, if someone wants to match it up, um, it depends on how nicely it, it was mainly white with very little flowers. Well, you know, there's probably some collector yeah. out there and goes like, oh, the handle on the lid of the what the teapot, is that I need that part, and to me it's worth oh, hundreds. Oh, I, or... I forgot to ask. Is there any relief on it, or is it just a flat surface? Oh, well, it has the raised uh, sections where there's mother of pearl. You know something? It's mother of pearl ovals. I'd like to probably see it then if I saw that. It might be worth taking more of a look at it because sometimes the mother of pearl and the actual work on it will help it along rather than the motifs you're using. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it also has gold on it. They all had gold on it. They all had gold. <laughs> well, I wasn't around in those days. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm just saying that's like uh, it's almost like all the most China has flowers on it. You know. All right, Bernice. Thank you so much. 
Thank you. And Bernice, the off-air phone number, if you want to get a, get a, Paul to have a closer look at this, you can get in touch with him at 905-737-4653. That's 905-737-4653. Our on-air number for right now is 416-360-0740. Our next caller is Bonnie in Mississauga. Bonnie, how are you? Hey, Bonnie. I was typing a letter when I happened to catch the tail end of your program, and I dug out something very quickly. But Really? Since I was just talking to the gentleman there, uh, I just heard something about Lafleur. Is it Lafleur? Guy Lafleur? Um, did I hear you? Well, we were yep. talking about a lot of different hockey names there, yeah. Well, it just so happens that I have in my locker a uh, signed one by him that I was going to give away for a Christmas present uh, uh, coming up. And now I want to ask you about that before the Maple Leaf Gardens letter that I have here. Okay, both things. The Lafleur jersey, if it's if it's just a gamer, if it's if it's just one you bought, like what I call store bought fighting strap. No, no, it's 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 autographed by him uh, from seventy eight eighty, and um, I got I, I paid two hundred and fifty dollars for it a couple of years ago, and uh, I was going to give it to a Canadian um, friend uh, a friend of mine who's a really a Canadian fanatic fan. Uh, and now I heard that mentioned as I was waiting to, on the call here for. Yeah, now that was because it was a particular jersey. Probably your jersey would sell between one fifty and two fifty in our store, if it's just if it's um, just a regular single signed Lafleur on usually on the numbers or on the front. That if 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 the person you're giving to is is you like them that much, mm-hmm. then you should give it to them. Okay. But that's what it's going to be worth in that area, just a single signed. The, what drove the other piece was that it was signed by Richard, who's no longer with us, and Mr. Beliveau, which is no longer with us, and oh. that it was given from to Johnny Bauer from the Canadians team. Oh, so please. that's the whole reason for that. You know. So then it's not just like one of a kind, more or less. It's uh... no. The Flores, he'll go to his show and sign two hundred jerseys. Oh, yeah, a okay. lot of these retired athletes sometimes they get paid say five or ten thousand dollars to appear at like a. Like a Comic Con type of yeah. event for sports, or even at a Comic Con, and they'll yeah. they'll crank out maybe a thousand autographs in a day, and they'll charge oh, another thirty dollars yeah. if you want to do a photo with them, or you get to shake their hand, or they they'll say hello to you, or make eye contact. Yeah. It's all different pricing oh, for these different sweet. things. Okay. But yeah, they show up all the time. So it's, oh my God, if you I think taken on that one, then. no, leaf, no, no, you say you had leaf letter. What's that? Well, it's got to do with uh, I was the credit coordinator of a, a celebrity golf tournament for Tommy Hunter. Okay. And I wrote to uh, Harold Ballard, and he uh, sent me back a, a nice letter, and on his letterhead and the envelope and everything, in uh, September the 10th, 1979. Okay. Hmm. I was just wondering if anybody is collecting um, autographs. Harold Ballard sells for between 50 to $90. Oh, that's no big deal either then. I'm sorry, but no, but he, he sent a lot of letters, and he signed all the checks. Think about this. There's going to be one or two of his autographs out there on checks. Yeah. Unless there's maybe something special in the content of the letter, yeah. maybe something romantic, some new chapter of his life we don't know about. But he did But he did have an, an autograph stack, a stick made up by the entire Maple Leaf Hockey Club. Okay. And so I used that as uh, I made a copy of this letter, and I gave it to the winner of that on the, uh, on the lucky draw at the golf. Perfect, perfect. So, it's, it's, so somebody out there has got an autograph stick with a... Uh, the entire Maple Leaf Hockey Club on it. It's always better to give a little. It's always, that's a Bonnie's good... giving a lot. These are some of the most thoughtful gifts I've ever heard of. Okay. I, I want, what I want people to do is get 
give and take gold this week. Oh, okay. I want people to go to our store and compare our prices to my neighbor. People are buying silver. I, 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 I'm, my store is right next to one of those big box gold and silver joints. Sure, yeah. And they're selling gold right now for two hundred and sixty dollars for ten ounce bars of sorry silver ten ounce bars two sixty. We sell exactly the same bar, not a near look alike. Mm-hmm. The exact same bar in our store is two hundred and forty eight dollars. They're selling maples, silver maples, at twenty seven oh three. We sell the exact same maples at twenty five eighty seven. That's good. Everyone wants maples now. Yeah, and if you buy five hundred of them, you're saving. Quick, quick, quick. Over five hundred dollars. How's that? Okay, <laughs> that's good. Quick math there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was gonna say a lot of people are are a little bit freaked out with the uh, Trump being president elect, oh, yeah. and their dollar is what was it a fourteen year high this past week? Yeah. And what's happening with our Canadian dollar? Well, it's it's not at a fourteen year low against the U.S. dollar, but it's not doing well. It's not doing well. And it's a lot of people are going, well, if if this keeps happening, what does this mean for my stock portfolio, my real estate portfolio? And a lot of people start, well, they'll ask somebody like you or me, like, hey, what's happening with gold and silver? Do I need to do this? What's going on? Yeah. Or buying U.S. currency is another one, right? A lot of people want to hedge that way. It's much better to buy the gold or silver mm. because if, our, if the U.S. currency goes up, if it goes up, you're still your gold and silver has got its value attached to it. Whether you sell it in U.S. or Canadian, you don't lose because if our Canadian dollar goes down, you'll just get more for your gold and silver. Yeah, That's and what we try and tell. I try to tell people, too, that like when they hear the gold price, they almost exclusively on the radio or TV, they're going to see it in American. Yeah. And many times there are massive fluctuations within the Canadian dollar that never get the press that it should. Yeah. Anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it all out. Lots, uh, lots to do this week. You're off to Austria. Yeah. And uh, you're back at the store before the end of the week. And I bet you we're going to get some more exciting follows, follow-ups from the people who called in today. Well, uh, we should point out that your store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's on Young in Richmond Hill, just north of Major Mac. It's Toronto Gold, Silver, and Coins. Your face is on the, the sign outside, yep. as is Bogarts, who is away this week. And uh, they can reach you off air at 905-737-4653. Thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun. As usual, the hour goes by like... I know, Holy it flies cow. by. It flies by. You've been listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We had one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada on today, Paul Kenny, and Bogart will be back next week. Yeah. A special thanks to Sebastian Hearn, and have a great afternoon. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.